Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Friends, this is Larry King, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. You know, The Kimmer has never been funnier. And it's a shame. <laughs> Listen to the camera if you must. Weekdays, noon to three on News Radio 1067. All day, all I could think of was the Kimmer. I was at the zoo. The Kimmer Show. Oh, uh, wait a minute. News Radio 1067. <laughs> I understand. There you behind that one. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Look out. <laughs> Hoorah! 12.05 on News Radio 106.7. And I'm not going to drag this out for three hours, but it's a Marine Corps birthday, 240 years of breaking things and killing people. The only reason to have a Marine Corps is to kill people and break things. That's it. We don't do road guards. We don't do sandbags. We don't hand out freaking lunches in a storm. That's just to let you know what's going on in the Charhead's mind. It's Marine Corps birthday, founded in a bar in Philadelphia in 1775 on this very day. And then authorized by Congress, United States Marines. (laughs) Still have the best uniforms, best haircuts, best motto, best... uh, uh, symbol, uh, the bulldog. I mean, we got it all. I'm serious. Just saying. Yeah, the Marine Corps symbol is a bulldog. Big, huge, nasty bulldog. I thought it was an anchor with the... Well, no, no. The emblem is an oh, eagle okay. globe and anchor on air, land, land, and sea. A, a, the, the Marine Corps mascot is a bulldog. A great, big, nasty bulldog. You never see... Look up Marine Corps... never seen it. Oh, my God. You've never seen a Marine Corps bulldog symbol? Google it right now. You'll see there's a billion. I mean, it's the greatest mascot there is. Everybody knows The it. Navy has a freaking mule. That's the difference. The Navy has a mule. The Army has a donkey. And the Marine Corps has a goat. The Navy has a goat. And the Army has a mule. There you go. Who knows? (laughs) 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 I look like a soldier to you. (laughs) A freaking sailor. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Look out, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, let's see. A couple of birthdays just off real fast. Comedian Tracy Morgan almost killed in that truck wreck with his limo. Tracy Morgan. Oh my god, he's only 30. What? Does that sound right to you? Tracy Morgan is 30. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was on 30 Rock. He's 47. <laughs> hey, I'm in the Marines, not the Air Force. <laughs> the Air Force are the ones who can count and stuff. Does he have a bulldog? <laughs> yeah. His name is right here. Yeah, I got your mule. bulldog. I give you a mule. <laughs> Tracy Morgan is 30 and a real rock of a man. I got He's 47. What an idiot. God, sorry. All right. Well, that's it for me. Good night, everybody. Uh, well, luckily, we can only go uphill from here. 
I just ah! <laughs> it's only the giver. <laughs> All right, we got stuff, we got things, we got actual topics and, uh, topics and issues, and we'll talk more about those crybaby, snotty little brats at the University of Missouri and Yale and all the other places that are just ruining what America stands for. I, you know what I say? Bring back the draft and make it mandatory, no exemptions. Yeah. Mandatory military service. Yeah. Yeah. Mandatory military service. Two years out of your miserable, stinking life, and maybe no reserve, maybe a reserve for a year or something, just to kind of keep the process going. Yeah. But you don't have to, I don't think you should be locked in for a 10-year service in the uniform or you know, whatever. But I think everybody should serve two years in uniform, some kind of official military-style program, and uh, no exemptions. Just because you're in school, <laughs> so. School's forever, you know, you learn forever. It is just a one thing. Yeah. Anyway, is this what's that? Is this Russia? Is this in Russia? Is this Russia? What's the matter with the lumberyard? I own two of them. <laughs> I know you don't spend a lot of time there. Well, I'm not sure where they are. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> did you take that cooter preference test, sir, Mr. Webb? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm a fire watcher. Twelve oh nine is only the camera. Right, let me get to uh, Barbara right here on News Radio one zero six seven, and we have actual topics and news. Hello, Barbara Semper Fi. How's it going? Great. How about you? We're doing great. Welcome aboard. What's up today? My husband listens to you every single day, so I hope he'll hear this. When we were newlyweds 30 years ago, we went. We lived in the Washington area, and we went to see the Marine Corps show at the uh, Marine Barracks uh-huh. in Washington, D.C., and it was the most amazing show I've ever seen with all of the, um, all of the uh, rifles works with the with the spear on the end, and then at the end... There Bayonet, was, yeah. this, is that the silent drill team you're talking about or something yes, else? Yeah, uh-huh. silent... Yes, you know, in uh-huh. fact, I saw... I didn't see it as it happened, but last Thursday night at the football game, apparently they had the Marine Corps silent drill team performing for the crowd before the game. I wish they had announced that, man, and, and played... I well, would, If you ever get a chance to look at the Marine Corps silent drill team, take it. Oh, my God, well, you won't believe what an, they can do. This was an amazing show, amazing. And then to cap it all off at the end, the little bulldog came out and sat at com- on command, and his name was Chesty. Chesty was for Chesty, yeah, Chesty Puller was the uh, probably most famous Marine, more most decorated Marine. It was Marine. adorable. Oh, it was, a, it cute. was a really great memory for us, and I hope he's listening because he'll love it that I called you. Uh, what's his first name? Ed. Ed. Hey, Ed Jarhead, welcome home at Semper Fi. No, <laughs> he's, he's not a Jarhead, but we went to the show. It oh, well, it's even better. I mean, even better when, when non-Marines do it, because, it, like you say, it's pretty impressive, isn't it, Barbara? Right. Thank Thanks. you so Have much. Thank you, Semper Fi, and all you Marines, happy birthday. And this is the day when, uh, when the late Ludlow Porch. Oh, fun seekers. <laughs> How do you get squirrels out of the attic? <laughs> he's just one of the great guys. He, just, he, he did an old down-home radio show in this town for what, 40 years maybe? Yeah. I mean, he was here forever. He, the old Ring Radio, didn't that where he started in the old Ring Radio oh, days? Uh, anyway, uh, Ludlow, uh, a little porch, he owns the, or used to own the Blue Ribbon Grill. And it was a couple locations. I think there may only be one now, but I'm not quite sure. Up off, not La Vista, but somewhere up there in one across from North Lake Mall. That used North to be. Lake Mall. That's what I. That's when I used to go up there every Marine Corps birthday, and he would have the ceremony where the oldest Marine in the command or in the area, and the youngest Marine in the area would get together and cut the birthday Marine Corps birthday cake, and the old guy would get the first slice, the young guy would get the second, and then all hell break loose. <laughs> so oh. anyway, all right. Well, listen, uh, lovely. We miss you, buddy, and I miss the ceremonies of the Blue Ribbon Grill. And tomorrow, Veterans Day, we'll do a lot of veteran stuff tomorrow. And we have actual topics. We'll talk about the uh, the GOP debate coming up tonight. Jeb Bush says he'd have killed Hitler as a baby. What a great question. If you could go back in time and had a chance to see the newborn baby who would be Adolf Hitler, 
would you kill the baby? And Jeb Bush says, hell yeah. He didn't even think, he said, hell yeah. You got to step up. <laughs> Killing a baby, just got, but if it was going to be Hitler. Boy, that takes guts. <laughs> you anyway, take that? yeah, you you just gonna lay there. <laughs> All right, let's twelve twelve. You are cute. You're a little life on earth. You're not even human fucking pieces. You're nothing but unorganized, rusty pieces of amphibians. <laughs> Thank you. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. Right, look out! Look out! <laughs> this is Raymond Burr. Now here's your host who wants to know Is it wrong for Jared to ask to be supersized even when he's nowhere near a subway? No, I don't think so. Don't think Here he so. is, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Uh, it's twelve nineteen, and it's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio one oh six seven with a birthday girl. Miranda's thirty two today. And available. And apparently uh, available. <laughs> Whoever has, has not had uh, intimate relations with Miranda Lambert, raise your hand. Uh, it might be a better way to put it. Uh, look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. A couple of birthdays, Mackenzie Foy from Twilight is 15. Clearly, she was uh, a young girl in the Twilight movie. That's Is that Twilight, the TV show? I think there's a, isn't there a TV show, Twilight, or is that the movie they're talking about? I don't know. Anyway, if you know Mackenzie Foy, she's 15. Happy freaking birthday. And you know that little snotty little daughter on Mad Men? Uh, her name is Kiernan Shipka. She's 16 today. There you go. All right, look out. At 12.20, it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Marine Corps birthday. I want to say some educational things, so just telling the boys. Uh, in fact, um, uh, Greg Talmadge was telling us he used to be Ludlow Porch's producer years ago at one station across the street. And, and Ludlow had a deal where he said to his kids, I will send you to college and I will pay for it if you get at least a C or better. If you get below a C, I'm not paying. You're out. You're on your own. And that hit home pretty good. And it, and it, we were just, I was talking to John Boy, I said, uh, has anyone ever asked you any grade you got in college? Not You once. went to Georgia State. Has anyone, a, a job audition or a, a job opening or an interview, has anyone ever said, what did you get in history or what did you get in geology or in anything? No, just if Never. I got a degree. And your your friends asked you, uh, how'd you get through college or something? I just went to class. Go to school. That's it. If you can't get a C in college, if you can get into college and you go and you can't get a C, you don't deserve to go to college. No. And you're blowing your parents sixty grand a year. I hate to quote Woody Allen, but he said, 90% of life is just showing up. Showing up. Just be there. I mean, my God, how hard is that? And then these snotty little brats. Have you heard the snotty brat sound bites today? Oh, my God. God, I'll play those for you. We got news break lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Debate tonight, yes, sir. Well, the, this was sent out on Facebook. Here, there was a Twilight Zone back in 2002 where a woman, a woman, went back in time to stop the birth of Hitler. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Now, that, see, who wouldn't do that? But the question to Jeb Bush was: If you had the chance to go back on a time machine and see baby Hitler, Adolf Hitler, being born after he was born, would you murder him? Yeah. Would you murder the baby? Of course. I mean, if you knew, I mean, if it was just, you know, there's a good chance you may grow up to be a bad guy. Well, then probably not. I, you know, but if you said this is going to be Hitler and we know it's going to be Hitler, sure, kill him. Yeah, let's, I mean, you know, God's got to go along with that. Right, God? Lord? No, sorry. I should probably keep my mind to myself. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Where are you going? Hey! 
1222. <laughs> 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 Hold everything. Yeah! All right, we'll also talk. Oh, I got some great breakup letters. I had This is really hysterical. I'm, breaking up is easier by letter, or now they use texts, but breaking up is easier by letter than it is in real life or in person sometimes. We have some great examples of that. Another illegal immigrant kills somebody in America after being deported six times. Putty Tat loses on his immigration illegal uh, executive order business. Uh, the cowards at University of Missouri. SeaWorld stopping the Orca show. Not the Orcas, though. Uh, let's see. Hello, Barbie in a social uproar and so much more. But wait, hold, there's a newsmaker line. A debate tonight. Let's use on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is uh, Ben, Dr. Ben Carson calling. Golly, doctor. Arms. It's an honor. Welcome, sir. How you doing? How about that? Hangman, isn't he wild? <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's off today, sir. Brett's this answering the phone. takes off more time than Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Doctor, you're really my friend. regular knee slapper today there, Doc. Well, Kim or I, yes, Dr. Ben Carson, want to get off the personal issues. The media yeah. seems to be obsessed yeah. with... You know I get off at three. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk today about what I believe. Sir, all right. I believe for every drop of rain that falls, flower. Flowers will bloom. They'd be blooming flowers. No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I believe, as the Bible teaches, yes. it is far better to give. Than to receive. Than to receive. And as Steve Martin taught me, I believe. Yes. That sex is one of the most beautiful, natural, and wholesome things that money can buy. That... <laughs> Move along a little. <laughs> can I try a joke on the Kimmer show? Sure, thank you, please, as long as it's not the Jew, the Catholic, and the color boy. I mean, I All right, go ahead. It seems that this Jew and this Catholic. Oh, what did I just color. tell you? <laughs> oh, no, don't, sir. Do you know why Carly Fiorina sent a gift to her doctor? Sent a gift to her doctor? I don't know why. Carla was confused. She thought tomorrow was Veterinarian's Day. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. I sped it up a little bit. <laughs> I got to hear the ending. You know, the other day I yeah. said to Carly, yeah. why don't you look nice? <laughs> she said, thank you, Ben. I said, no, it's not a statement. Question. <laughs> I said, why don't you look Maybe I should have done it like Jerry Seinfeld, put the emphasis on the fur. Why don't you? Why? <laughs> well, you're, you're rolling off the old tongue today, dollars Doc. on plastic surgery. I mean, a billion dollars on plastic yeah, surgery. Yeah, he should have added a tail. <laughs> well, that new Star Wars movie must be pretty good, Cameron. Well, what do you mean, Doctor? Well, I hear people are dying to see it. <laughs> well, the, the oh, guy who was no. dying wanted to see it, and they showed it, and they killed him. He died. I mean, don't go to Star Wars. Out in Texas, they say it's the last movie you'll ever want to watch. <laughs> they say once you see Star Wars, you may never go to the theater again. <laughs> the guy died, my God. <laughs> you know what they said to him? No, sir. Hey, would it kill you to watch a movie? No! <laughs> So we can laugh about it. Thank you so much, Dr. Dr. Ben, right here.
<laughs> Mercy. Yeah. Rolling. <laughs> along. Uh, we got your topics, got your issues. Star Wars kills the guy. The pastor said it's better to drown your kids than let them watch Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mansplaining by a furry-legged, hyphenated, feminated femgal in the Senate. I don't even know what that means. Uh, China, the gay shocking program, which is kind of shocking. And uh, the Indo- Indonesian crocodile prison. All those and more things coming up. Plus uh, the latest on banning toy guns in Boston. Yeah, God forbid. You know, I think I still probably have a couple of cap pistols in my attic somewhere. Do you even know what that is, John Boy? You know what a cap pistol the is? Cap gun's got the uh, gun the actual, yeah. It has the actual caps, a little roll, roll of red mm-hmm. uh, squared mm-hmm. caps that yeah. you blow up. Uh, it's a smell of those babies oh, yeah. when they went off. My yeah. friend shot one of those in my ear. See, that's how much fun they are. You can put out your ear with that thing. You never heard that from your mother? <laughs> 1227 on News Radio 106.7. This is Marlon Brando. <laughs> and this portion of the Kimmel Show is brought to you by Shed Spread. Shed it's spread. not real butter, no. but it'll do in a pinch. <laughs> and now here's your host, for the time being, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's 1235. This was the day in 1969 Sesame Street made its debut on PBS. <laughs> and now the Muppets are talking about abortion and gay sex and divorce and two mommies. and uh, God. Anyway, how times have changed. A couple of birthdays. Actress Ellen Pompeo, the uh, chick from Grey's Anatomy, 46 today. And uh, Mackenzie Phillips, a former little crackhead uh, actress from One Day at a Time. Mackenzie Phillips is 56, and she was, what, was she 12 or 13 when Mick Jagger? It's true. It's just a horrible story. When Mick, what? Huh? It is true. She's admitted it. She said it. Yeah, she's trustworthy. Well, the drug addict, yeah. Has Mick ever denied it? Why wouldn't he? Why would he even dignify (laughs) it? What do you care for one thing? What are you getting all upset about? Because Mick Jagger is an icon, and she's worthless. Oh, my God. She is worth, come on. I'm a monster. (laughs) What did she ever do to to help American society? She was great in American Graffiti, playing the little girl in in the custom uh, coupe and the drag race. And wow. got the gear shift well, knob yeah, at the that, end. That compares with satisfaction. <laughs> should have gotten, should have gotten the Academy Award <laughs> for that. Just uh, a supporting uh, actor, right soulless bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right anyway, Mick Jagger <laughs> wow. took uh, her uh, innocence away when she was about twelve. Says, says her, <laughs> says she. Oh God! This, this is the way it's what. Remember, you're fighting for this woman's honor, which is probably more than she ever did. <laughs> <laughs> it's twelve thirty-seven. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer News Radio one zero six seven. Here's the number eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Here's uh, official PI guy Bill and Walter's coming up. Bill, welcome to the program and simplify. What's going on, sir? Kimmer, simplify. Do or die. Here you go. Hoorah! Listen, um, every year that you've been in town for many years now, I've called you and said, not only do we remember the Marine Corps birthday, but it's also 
my wife's birthday also. So that's, that's right. So that's how I remember it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, for many years we've done that. That goes but, way yeah. back. That's 25 years yeah. ago probably, Bill. Probably, probably so. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, anyway, Kimber, uh, I'm also the commandant of the Marine Corps League Detachment 647 over in uh, Marietta. And uh, we have recently retarded our uh, name to Lance Corporal Squire, Skip Wells, Detachment 647. Oh, man, what and, a great and, honor and, for Skip Wells, who was murdered, and, slaughtered by that Muslim uh, with, uh, with, the, with the other uh, Marines and sailor in uh, Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Good, but anyway, good going. Uh, once uh, we get our uh, date and uh, time together for a ceremony i would like to uh, send you an invitation if you would sure uh skip's mother and other folks are going to be there so uh once i get that in in line i'll be glad to uh you know get that'd you be something great so you can, okay that'd be great thank but, you P- thank you bill Semper Fi, my friend good to talk to Semper you Fi. all right you too, buddy. happy birthday marine corps birthday today uh what twelve thirty eight news radio 1067 here's walter uh news radio 1067 walter welcome aboard sir hey kim how are you good what's going on you got a cap gun. Do you have a bug assault? Bug assault. Bug assault. I don't think I know what that is. Bug assault. It, it shoots salt like a shotgun, and you kill flies. Oh, flies and, and mosquitoes and stuff. <laughs> it's the most fun ever. It's like a potato gun, but with salt. I love. Now, and does the salt go in cartridges, or how, how does it how does no, it load? No, what no. The, there's a little container on the top, and you just cock it and, and click the thing, and uh, just pour salt it, in it. it? Shoots a li- it, yeah, it just shoots a little little bit of salt, maybe a pinch, and uh, it is the most fun you'll have. Uh, Pete just found one on the internet, out. and it says, what does it say in the bottom? Uh, grill Master. Grill Master. <laughs> and then you keep it by your barbecue grill for when the bugs come around, you shoot it with sure. salt. I love it. Yeah. It <laughs> what a great idea. I'll have to look that yeah. one up. You got to get one. It's all right. 40 Th- bucks. Th- th- that's all right. It'd be worth it. Thanks, Walter. I love it. Here we go. All right, look out. 1239. It's on the camera. News Radio 106.7. One of my favorite Marine Corps stories is Dateline Augusta, Georgia. Orville Smith, a store manager for Best Buy in Augusta, Georgia, told police he observed a customer, later identified as Tyrone Jackson of Augusta, identified him on surveillance cameras putting a laptop computer under his jacket at the store. When confronted, the man became irate, knocked down an employee, drew a knife, and ran for the door. Well, it turned out outside on the sidewalk were four Marines collecting toys for toys for tots. Smith said the Marines stopped the man, but the guy stabbed one of the Marines, Corporal Philip Duggan, in the back. The injury did not appear to be severe, but the police and ambulance were called, and it was a captain, actually. Captain Duggan was taken away for treatment. And the rest, uh, the rest of the police report goes like this, quote, The subject was also transported to the local hospital with two broken arms, a broken ankle, a broken leg, several missing teeth, possible broken ribs, multiple contusions, assorted lacerations, a broken nose, and a broken jaw, injuries he sustained when he slipped and fell off the curb, according to the Marines. (laughs) (laughs) True story, true story. Uh, One other thing, I'm going to play some of these sound bites. In fact, let me do it right now. If you haven't had it up to here yet with these snotty little brat kids at the University of Missouri... For absolutely no reason at all, calling this kind of uh, this kind of thing a mess. Listen to what happened when a, a reporter for the school paper at the University of Missouri tried to cover the event that was going on, and hear what happened, shouted down by a professor of communications, Melissa Clark, at University of Missouri. Here's what here's what her reaction was when he wanted to get the story. I made it. Can I talk to you? No, you need no. to get out. Well, you need to get out. No, I don't. You need to get out. I actually don't. All right. Hey, who wants to help me get this? 
Who wants to help me get this reporter out of here? I need some muscle over here. That's conspiracy to commit assault. And she's the communications professor? She's the type that would form camps. Can you believe it? I mean, that's unbelievable. This is what the University of Missouri is producing. A professor in the communications department. Rounding up strong arm muscle men to take away a reporter by physical force. And here's a screaming protester telling a professor at Yale what he should be doing with his life. Be quiet for all Zooming students. Be quiet. I don't agree with that. Then why the f did you accept the position? Because what I have the f hired you. I have a different vision. You should step down. If that is what you think about being a tenacity, you should step down. It is not about creating an intellectual space. It's about creating a home here. It's about creating a home here. This is this is this is our new uh, generation. These are the people who are going to be taken over here in a Thanks, couple of years. John Boy. Yeah, appreciate it, John sorry, Boy. Twelve forty-two. That no bastard ever <laughs> won more by dying for his country. <laughs> he won it by making the, the other poor dumb, dumb bastard die for his country. Thank you. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. This is Gregory Peck. Mr. Peck. This portion of our show is brought to you by the Atticus Finch Laundromat. Laundromat. Where we never mix colors with whites. (laughs) And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. I love you and happy days. 12.50. This is kind of a silly sing-song song that was a huge hit. Many, many years. You baby boomers will remember this one. And in fact, uh, John Boy, let me ask you this. When I when I make up my list of songs I want John Boy to pick out for me for my bumpers, I put down Donna Fargo, and then I, if I have a specific request for a song, I, I write in what I want him to pull. If I don't care or I don't know, I just put a question mark to let you pick whatever you want. I put down Donna Fargo just out of my own curiosity with a question mark to see what you would pick. When you looked up Donna Fargo, had you ever heard of her before? No, I hadn't. And it, was there any more? Was there more than one song listed when you looked her up? Yes, was some this of them it? Came up. Uh, Pete gave me one to go by, but yeah, came up a few. Well, this was this was this was. She was kind of a one-hit wonder. This was a huge song. Happiest girl in the whole USA. A real kind of sunshiny. Happy sing-along song. Donna, Donna Fargo. Donna Fargo, 74 today. Comedian Tommy Davidson from In Living Color is 52. And Hugh Bonneville from Downton Abbey is 52 today. There you go. Hell, Hugh. Look at this girl. 12.51. It's Marine Corps birthday, and it's only the camera. 12.51, News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Hold on, Chuck. Here's Rick the Painter in uh, Newsbreak Line coming up. Hello, Rick. What's going on? Good afternoon, Cameron. Beautiful sunny day. That's yeah, what's going on. I like it. Hey, I, I've got a little small problem. I'm going to see if you can help me out All right. with this. Here we go. I, I, I bought me some powdered water, yeah. but I don't know what to mix with. Ah, uh, hey, ho, hi, <laughs> There used to be an old, an old kitty show called, uh, was it Lenny? Uh, Bruce, Lenny or Brucey or oh I can't remember I'll think of it. He had two things that were fairly funny. He had a big box he'd bring out. One of his sponsors was instant water. Just <laughs> add water and you have all the water you want. Uh, and the other one was the standing pogo stick, <laughs> where you could stand there. It was he didn't have to bounce up and down. It was, it was a little Lenny, little Lenny I think it was an old TV show back. Anyway, all right, I got, hey, there's a newsbreaker line. All right, I'm sorry, I blew a segment. But now it's a newsbreaker line. It's the Sunny old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Timmy, you damn traitor, putting Ben Carson on the show. This is Donald Trump Sorry, the Donald, I, it was a mistake. Why would you have Ben Carson on, for God's sake? Well, he's a candidate, sir. I you mean, know. this guy makes Karen Ann Quinlan look energetic. <laughs> Comatose, anyone? Ben Carson makes Kirk Mellish seem high energy. <laughs> My exclusive forecast. <laughs> Could be slammed and pounded this afternoon, and severe thunderstorms are also on the way. <laughs> My Mellish yes, sir. I'm encouraging everyone out there to boycott Starbucks, Cameron. I heard that, yeah, boycott. Yeah, not because of the fact they hate Christmas. No. It's just that Bobby Jindal's Dunkin' Donuts could use the business. You know? Oh, sorry. No <laughs> <laughs> so sugar and cream we put in on ourselves. We'll keep it back here for you. I'll re-edit. <laughs> I got the big debate tonight. Yeah, yeah, big one. I want to be able to look my opponent square in the eye for a change without that fat-ass Chris Christie blocking their view. <laughs> yeah, he's out of that. He's in the loser's bracket, bracket with light in the loafer, Lindsey Graham, where he belongs. <laughs> yes, that's true, yes. I'm going to ask some tough, hard-hitting questions tonight, Cameron. Yes, sir, really? I'm like, like Jeb Bush, what the hell are you still doing in the race? The way your campaign is nosedived, you'd think that John Denver was piloting it or something. Oh, man. That'd be a hit question. <laughs> Jeb said if he could go back in time, he'd kill the baby Hitler. Yeah, baby Hitler, he'd kill you. Why didn't he just have his mother do it? Barbara was, what, 52 at the time? <laughs> Barbara Bush is so old. How old is she, sir? On her birthday, Abe Lincoln had no school. <laughs> If I could go back in time, I don't know about you. I don't think yeah. I could do anything as drastic yeah. as kill a baby. No, well. But I, I might have, might have talk, tried to talk Brett, the truck driver's parents, into adopting. <laughs> <laughs> I might have handed Hannity's father a pack of Trojans. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I might have convinced Bill Clinton's father to go to a different brothel. I don't know if I could kill a baby, though, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> Great, great, huge story out of Houston, Texas. Yes, sir. They brought in this Star Wars movie for this dying patient. He yeah. lifted his spirit so much, he walked out a new man, and he's going to be yeah. fine, Cameron. No, I don't think that's what happened, sir. Uh, oh. no, he, he died. <laughs> you saw the movie, and then he died, so it was kind of... Oh. It wasn't I'm really sorry. that much of a celebration, after all. <laughs> kind of a bad ending, I don't know. <laughs> he's dead. This man's dead. <laughs> great. To be honest. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> good ending. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, the Donald. We'll oh, it's the wooden box office. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank you so much, the Donald. See you tonight on Fox. Oh, my God. Mercy. 1255. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. Here's uh, Chuck's coming up. Landy, standing by. Chuck, welcome. What's up, Chuck? Uh, News Radio 106.7. How you doing, sir? Happy birthday, Devil Dog. Thank you, sir. Semper Fi. Hoorah. Listen, I want to tell you. I'll be brief because I know you get off at three. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I want to tell you. You know, you were talking about earlier the, you know, the college kids and all and this and that. And first of all, I did it right, or as I see it. Uh, back in the day, I was I was actually uh, old enough to go to the Vietnam War. I had to register for the draft, as you know, and there was a lottery. You, if your number came up, you went. Yeah. And I was willing to go proudly. Uh, however, my number didn't come up, uh, and the war was over. I went to college, and after college, I joined the Coast Guard. There you go. And uh, because I wanted more experience, 
And, uh, and, and the fact is that, you know, I didn't go to college to avoid the draft or avoid going to war. And then I wanted more experience. And I wanted, I wanted uh, to, to support our country. And I will be flying my flag today. I'll put it up today. I don't fly it year-round because I rent, and I don't have a pole, but I hang it on the house. And uh, the other reason is it's my uncle, who was a Marine, a decorated Marine, and a police officer after he Excellent. Uh, got out of the Marines. And it's the flag that was on his casket. Oh, no kidding. Chuck, that's and a that, great thought, man. Happy birthday, Marines, and Veterans Day tomorrow. And Larry's uh, Lanny's coming up next. And we got Newsmaker Line sponsored by the signing doctor. And the whole crew on yeah, News Radio 1067. Here we go. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404 325 7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Muhammad Ali, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Flow like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Kim is on weekdays, noon to three, and it's so pretty, right here on News Radio 1067. Kimmer is the reason the gene pool needs a lifeguard. The Kimmer Show uh, on News Radio 1067. <laughs> uh, here you go. <laughs> this is a song from back when America used to have patriotic citizens. When college kids would go to school and actually go to school and respect their elders and try to get jobs and support their families. Oh, I know, you've never heard of such a thing. And sure, those days are long gone, but back in the day, <clears throat> Kate Smith. This was the first time on November 10th, Marine Corps birthday, 1938. Kate Smith first sang this song, God Bless America, on network radio, sung, written by Irving Berlin. And she used to do it, she was everywhere singing this song, and she always wore that same, she was a large woman, a very, very large woman, and she had the biggest arm, even the poor thing, and she'd wear these long gowns to try to cover, but her arms were... Oh, man, I mean, just huge. <laughs> That's all you can look at when you saw But she had God Bless America going, and everybody knew it. What's that? Ah, oh, hello. <laughs> gremlins, gremlins. Uh, 105. Anyway, there you go. All right, thank you, Kate. Uh, Kate Smith, first day, 1930. A couple of birthdays quickly. Actor-comedian Sinbad is 59 today. And Jack Scalia, or Scalia, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, is 65. He's a well-known character actor. He's been on All My Children for years. He was on... Parks and Rec, he plays gangsters and uh, whatever. All right, I got 106. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. I'm going to get right to Lanny here in a second. <laughs> First of all, th- this is real, right? You, this is correct? I guess so, yeah. We just got tweeted. Uh, we got we we have a tweet from somebody who tweeted us, <laughs> tweeted us, whatever. Uh, tweeted us. Uh, and here it is. It's from the University of Missouri Campus Police Department. University of Missouri. 
to continue to ensure that the University of Missouri campus remains safe. The Missouri University Police Department is asking individuals who witness incidents of hateful and or hurtful speech or actions to call the police. Give the communications operator a summary of the incident with location, detailed description of the individuals involved, license plate, vehicle descriptions. If it can be done safely, take a photo with your cell phone. If you witness hateful speech, call the cops if you see or hear someone saying a bad word. University of Missouri. Because they need to be protected. This is appalling. This is, this is not made I up. This, this is was America. This is real. This is, oh, man. Hard to believe. Honestly, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'd be so ashamed if that were my kid causing this kind of ruckus and screaming and yelling at the authorities with complete disregard. And it's not like they're being made to ride on the back of the bus or drink from a different water fountain or, or not get health care or can't live in a neighborhood. I mean, this is appalling. There used to be real protests for over civil rights in this country. Not because someone used the N-word on a campus. My God. All right, anytime there's an N-word at the University of Georgia, then their president should resign. Obviously, he has an unsafe environment. And that's what it amounts to. If you hear the N-word on campus, your president has to resign. My God. Hold on. Here's Lanny on News Radio 1067. Marine Corps birthday. Semper Fi, Lanny. How's it going? Oh, man. Semper Fi, Semper Fi. Kimmer. Happy What's birthday. Up? Thank you, sir. I, I was going to uh, tell you that uh, I, went in, I went in Marines in 1963 at Paris Island. Excellent. And uh, uh, one of the guys got together, one of our original boot camp recruits, put together a 50-year reunion, and we went back to Paris Island. Oh, man. 30, 32 of us. 32 wow. Of us Are you serious? How'd you find so, all those guys 50 years he, later? He, he found them. He located wow. them. He stayed in the Corps for 20 years. Was actually was a former DI himself. I'll be darned. And he located all these guys, and uh, 32 of us actually went back for three days for Paris Island for our 50th reunion. Wow. We had, we had Chow in, in the original receiving barracks. <laughs> is that right? I'd love to go. You know, I God, I would love to go back to Paris <laughs> Island. I bet I wouldn't recognize anything. It would all be so much smaller or different or something. I'm just, I'm you sure would, of it. Oh, no. It could, listen, we had our three original drill instructors even came back. Is that right? Oh, I still remember stayed. my three very well from almost 50 years ago, 49 yeah, years well, ago. Spend three days with original drill instructors, you know, actually talking to them and tell them, you know, kind of what they admit to us, and, you know, over the 50 years was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Outstanding. And they seated, seated us on the parade deck. We were right, right in front of the band there for morning colors. Oh, cool. Uh, it was graduation <laughs> day. Uh, we had our own tour guide all over the base. It took us all back to the rifle range. and Even uh, the old barracks where we were, I was in the, I was in platoon 280. So, uh, I was in 2080. Uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned, yeah. Second Battalion, yeah. 2080. Ah, yeah. well, 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 listen, Landy, Semper Fi, man, and hoorah, happy birthday. Oh, now stop with the memories. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> I'm going to get this done. Bow to your sensei. <laughs> yeah, 109, here's Jeff on News Radio 1067. How's it going, Jeff? Semper Fi, welcome aboard. Thank you, sir. How are you doing today? We're doing great. What's up, man? Well, listen, I, my father served for 21 years in the Army, and I was raised to say yes, sir, and no, sir. I'll bet I you were. <laughs> my elders. You understand? <laughs> but the thing is, is we had caps. We were in Germany. I was born in San Antonio, and we had caps. 
We used to take the whole roll of caps and hit them with a hammer on the cement drive. Caps for cap Army guns, Bear. yeah. And they came in a roll. For people who don't know, they came in a roll, a rolled up red uh, squares uh, attached together, and you'd put them inside right. the cap gun, and they would revol- they would pop up. And when you shot one, the next one would come up when you pulled when you pulled the trigger back, and and they had little explosives in them, and they would go bang, and their smoke would come out, and they smelled great. I used to love the smell of blowing off. Uh, Pistol caps, absolutely. Well, between between my father smoking marbles and smelling those, I became a smoker. But no, we took the whole <laughs> <laughs> we used to take the whole roll and smash them with a hammer, and they all go off at one time. We had our little mini fireworks show there on the barracks. Absolutely, absolutely. And today, Jeff, if you tried to do that, they'd throw you in jail for endangering a minor or something. You know, <laughs> really, well, you listen, can't even use I'm a cap pistol. Yeah. I'm on the way to my uh, Publix down the street here to buy my father a nice red, white, and blue cake for Veterans Day. He served for 21 years. I never served, but I got my tail beat on every Army base from El Paso, San Antonio, and Newtonburg, Germany, so I feel like a serve. <laughs> I'll bet you did. Well, listen, <laughs> Semper Fi, Jeff, and hoorah to your old man for me. 111 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, let's see. Uh, 111 on News Radio 1067. Teacher gives her fifth grade class an assignment. Get your parents to tell a story with a moral at the end. Kid comes up. Kathy says, my father's a farmer. We have a lot of egg-laying hens. One time we took our eggs to the market in a basket on the front seat of the car, hit a bump in the road, and all the eggs broke. What's the moral, said the teacher. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Very good, said the teacher. Next kid, our family are farmers, too. We raised chickens. We had a dozen eggs one time. We got hatched only had ten live chicks. The moral of the story, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. This is great. How about you, Johnny? Yeah, my daddy told me the story about my Uncle Bob, who was a Marine in Vietnam. His helicopter got hit. He had to crash in enemy territory. All he had was a bottle of whiskey, a machine gun, and a machete. He he drank the whiskey on the way down, crashing so it wouldn't break, and then he landed right in the middle of 100 enemy troops. He killed 70 with a machine gun, ran out of bullets, killed 20 more with a machete until the blade broke, and then he killed the last 10 with his bare hands. Good heavens, said the horrified teacher. What kind of a moral did your daddy tell you from that horrible story? He said, hey, don't fool around with a Marine when he's been drinking. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah, 112. There you go. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Kimmer Now. Yeah. And news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah. On news Radio 1067. <laughs> yeah. This is Steve Martin. <laughs> and Steve. now here's your host. Yes, sir. A man who believes you should put a woman on a pedestal. Yes, yes. High enough so you can look <laughs> up her dress. <laughs> Here he is, oh, Kim Peterson. Thank you so very much. Look out, I got your calls. Tony, Catherine, Ben, Bob, Randy. Newsmaker Line's coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And it's a Marine Corps birthday, and it's 119, and it's only the Kimmer. Here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. This was the day, 1992. A judge found Axel Rose guilty of assault and property damage. In connection with a riot at a 91 Guns N' Roses concert near St. Louis, he was uh, sentenced to jail, but it was suspended, put on probation, and he had to pay $50,000 to some charities for the damage he did at a rock rock concert with Guns N' Roses near St. Louis. Also, this is Day in History, 1871. Journalist explorer Henry M. Stanley found a missionary in Central Africa near Lake Tanganyika. Do you know what the next words were out of his mouth, uh, John Boy? Henry Stanley found a mi- missing missionary. 
Uh, I don't know. Help ooh, me. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, Pete, Mr. Pete knows. Mr. Okay, uh, Pete, Pete Davis. Uh, Dr. Livingston, I presume. Yes. You never heard those words? I don't think I've had Oh, them. my oh, God. God. <laughs> Sorry. Holy Christ. Now, I can't believe you've never heard the phrase Dr. Livingston, I presume. I've oh, my God. Oh. Never. Oh, man. That's, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's one of the it's it's as much a cliche of anything when he found a missing missionary and said, "Oh, Doctor Livingston, I presume," and that's why. Oh my God! Anyway, well, let's see now. It's you know, it's the, the everything's different. Every everybody knew that. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Let me get to uh, uh, Randy was first, and the rest are coming up in a newsmaker line standing by. Here's uh, Randy. Hi, Randy. Welcome aboard. You're on a radio finally. Welcome, sir. Hey, Mister Kimber. Love the show. Thanks. Hey. uh... Quick call earlier mentioned something about a military flag, and my grandfather fought World War One, mm-hmm. the very end of the war, even being injured, and he had passed away in '71, the full military um, funeral. Mm-hmm. And I've had his his flag to this day, and I've always wanted to hang that flag on Veterans Day. And the question was. Is this right or wrong to unfold that flag and actually hang it in his memory? Absolutely, I think he'd be honored. I think it would. I, I think any display of patriotism in honor of someone who, uh, who passed on and served his country honorably, I think it'd be great. I think he'd love it. I think it's. I think it'd be a real tribute. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, fly it every day and fly it in the rain. I mean, and don't fly it if it's being stormy to be ripped or something. But if it's raining, I put my flag was out all this week every day. You just don't fly it in the dark. If it's out at night, you, have, you should have a, a, a light on it. But uh, fly fly that thing every day, man. Absolutely. I, th- I think he'd be. Uh, I think he'd be looking down from heaven and saying uh, thank you and semper fi, Randy. Absolutely. All right, great. Thank you. I'll have that thing up tomorrow. Outstanding. There you go. And and again, you know, I mean, Veterans Day flying the flag is great. Do it every day. Why would we stop after 9-11? Why did we stop? The same flag? Yes. Okay. <laughs> or, or, or you could get one for every day, sure. I mean, if you want. <laughs> I mean, like an Irish flag one day. Oh, or... no, no. The oh, American flag, oh, you goof. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Don't> you... <laughs> hey, there's the newsbreaker line. Get me out of here. See who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, oh, Mr. Kim. Oh, this sir. is a pop of Francis. Holy, you fantasticality. Welcome, sir. We are honored, sir. Hail Mary, full of grace. Yes, yes. Starbucks is a real disgrace. <laughs> I want to urge all my fellow Catholics to join the Donald Trump in the boycott of Starbucks. Right, there's no Christmas Ignore, cups. That's right. They're ignoring our Lord and Savior yes. the way the management has ignored the Kimmer for over two years now. It won't affect the Pope because I don't even drink coffee. You don't drink coffee? Well, you're no, and I also don't drink that burnt black and swill they serve at Starbucks either. That'll be $7, Padre. Right. Pope would also advise steering away for Chipotle, Chipotle. for a while. Yeah, really? Yeah, with the phrase, burrito bowl takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> a bowl. You'd be on the bowl, all right. But I mean, you know, who doesn't love a good E. coli enchilada or a Trichinotis <laughs> tostada every once in a while, you know? Updated menu. Their gangrene chili is pretty good out there in Portland. Is. Like this sign in the restroom says. Yes. Flush it twice. It's a long way to the kitchen. <laughs> Employees should wash hands after touching the food. That's right. It's a subsidiary of the landmark diet. Yes, sir. 
You know the difference, Mr. Kimmers, yes. between Star Wars and the Pope's favorite movie, Caddyshack. Star Wars and the Pope's favorite movie, Caddyshack? I don't know the difference, Sir Caddyshack. Well, Caddyshack, you wanted to see again and again. Star Wars, <laughs> you're lucky if you get to see it once. Oh, that guy in Houston saw it once and died. I, uh... <laughs> now it's time for a visitor from somewhere east of the Vatican. Yes, Popanac, the Magnificante. Popanac, the Magnificante, sir. The answer is $3 bill. $3 bill. What does Vivica Fox say should be 50 cent new name? As <laughs> uh, funny as a $3 bill, uh, said, <laughs> she had some, some homo uh, comments on Mr. Fiddy. Imaginate, yes. He's in arrears, you know, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, yes, sir. <laughs> the answer is baby Hitler and adult Karl Rove. Baby Hitler and an adult, Karl Rove. Name two things Jeb Bush would kill. <laughs> <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the final... Oh, thank you, oh, there is a God. Thank you so much. May your doctor's prognosis include a private screening of Star Wars. <laughs> kill me now! <laughs> the answer is a one-way trip. A one-way trip. Describe catching a ride with Laura Bush. Oh, man! Well, you run over one classmate. <laughs> just never let it go. Beam. Beam. Popnack! The Magnificante! Always an honor, sir. Your holy fantasticality. Hold on, Tony! Hold on, Ben. Here's Catherine on News Radio 1067. Hi, Catherine. Welcome aboard. Thanks for holding. Hey, boys. Uh, this is so outrageous in Missouri. I can't even stand it. It's just my head's about to blow off. I agree with you. But I have a question for you. Sure. Do you think with all this social media and everybody's business out there in the wind, is this going to affect the future for these students? Because aren't you know, uh, employers going to be like, well, they're just going to cause trouble here and there. I mean, aren't they hurting themselves in the long run? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great observation, Catherine. The fact of the matter is everything has exploded. Everything is now instantaneous, and it's everywhere at the same time. It can't help but have an effect of people reacting. What do you think all the other campus students on every campus in the country are now talking about with between Twittering and, and texting and uh, social media, it's all on this business. That are, I mean, I, I see nothing but nightmares ahead of us. I think this is a beginning of a destruction of, of respect toward uh, basic authority, again, the way it was in the 60s, but for a, for a stupid reason. Anyway, I'm so glad you called. Uh, just keep with us. We'll try to make you laugh the rest of the day. Hold on, Tony, coming up in Ben, 127 on News Radio 1067. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnak <laughs> the Magnificent. Magnificent. And this sir. portion of our show is brought to you by uh, yes, sir, yes. the Federal Deficit and Courtney Love. The Federal Deficit and Courtney Love. Name two things that keep shooting up. <laughs> and now here's your host, <laughs> you. Mr. Jonathan Hester. Now you're so very close, sir. So very close. 135. Hold on, Tony. You're next. And Ben, be right with you. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. This is a very sad story. Rory Feek of the group Joey and Rory. Rory says his wife, Joey, is moving to hospice care at home. He writes on his blog he had to rush her to a hospital in Muncie, Indiana the other day because she was in such pain. Heavy doses of morphine are giving her relief from her cancer. 
And Rory writes that they'll set up a bed for Joey so that there's a play area nearby for their toddler daughter, Indiana. And Rory has been reading into recordable books so that her little girl will know her mother's voice after her mother's death. The Feeks announced two weeks ago that Rory's cancer was terminal. Uh, Joey's cancer, rather, was terminal. Rory says Joey's at peace with where she is and where she's going, and so am I. What a sad story. But she's recording her voice with recording books, so her little girl will hear Mommy reading her a story after Mommy is in heaven. Wow. All right, 136 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Marine Corps birthday. Oorah. We're talking, we got the top. Oh, oh, have you heard the, the Donald's noises? You know how every once in a while John Boy will play and like I make funny noises or say stupid yeah. words or things that right. come out of nowhere. The Donald's been doing the same thing, and Jimmy Kimmel put them all together last night on his show or the other night. It was, I, I, I'll play it for you. It's pretty funny. Of just the noises Donald makes while he's speaking. First, let me get to Tony on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Tony. Finally, you're on the radio. Welcome aboard. Hey, thank you for taking my call, brother. Absolutely. Hey, first time I've heard you guys show today. Love it. I love it. Oh, really? You never uh, heard us before? Uh, no, I drive a truck. I'm actually uh, sitting on the side of 285. So I may need you to deploy a few Marines to help me get back out. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do, Tony. Hey, three of them probably could take care of this job. Uh, <laughs> I love I, it. First, I was going somewhere else with this, but uh, the GBI agent that was accused of molesting the kids. Yeah. Maybe there's a couple of Marines could help him find his way to the curb. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an easy decision there. Yeah, allegedly. But seriously, I uh, appreciate your service. Uh, happy birthday to the Marine Corps, and, and God bless all those guys, all of our service men and women. Uh, I was too young to go to Vietnam. By the time anything else happened, I was too old to do anything. I always felt a little guilty because I couldn't do what I felt I should be doing. Well, but, you know, we're all in this together, Tony, and, and uh, believe me, we all our, our lives take different paths, and you should never... You know, you should never worry about what might have happened if, if, because there's no way to replay it again. So, that's right. That's uh, right. the fact that's that you, you know, your attitude is is uh, is all. Any veteran who served this country, you know, is is not asking for thanks, is not asking for recognition. We're not asking for a damn thing. But oh, it no, sure is. Right. It sure is nice when uh, when someone does say uh, we appreciate you, what you're doing. So. You, you want to prove that point? Uh, going to a convenience store. I live back door to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh Going to a convenience store and offer to buy a soldier, a drink. You have to fight them to get to buy them a drink. Yeah. Well. You know, uh, and I tell them, look, I'm not in a position I can do this often. Let me buy you a soda, you know, for what you do for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's it's nothing. Believe me, little uh, things like that are, are very much appreciated, I, I can promise you. we It definitely well, is very much appreciated. I try to let everyone I meet, I shake their hand. Uh, the flag flies off of my Peterbilt. It's flying and has a little tethered right now, like the country is, but she's still flying. I fly one in my yard 24-7. Outstanding. Like I was talking about yeah. uh, not knowing whether to fly his flag. I'm like you. Put the flag out Put there. it up. Absolutely. Hey, exactly. Thanks, Tony. Uh, Semper Fi. Be I, careful out there, my friend. I'm glad you're caught. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. First-time listener. Excellent. That's nice. Just and again, if you're if you if you're listening for the first time, for God's sake, keep it to yourself. Don't I mean you know we're if we, if we could start getting a lot more people, if they're going to start finding out that we're on the air again, I mean, anything bad could happen. So let's, let's keep it to ourselves. Yeah, this. Sh- 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 sh-
<laughs> for God's sake, don't promote it. I mean, <laughs> then what are we going to do? How many angry people are going to be at all the other stations? My God, man. Uh, here's Ben on News Radio 1067. Hello, Ben. How's it going? Hey, happy birthday, Jarhead. Thank you, sir. Semper Fi. I live my military career vicariously through my relatives. Okay. <laughs> no, my brother was in the National Guard, a medic in the Guard for seven years. My uh, son was in Army Intelligence for five. I had an aunt and uncle who were at Pearl Harbor when he got attacked. He later joined the Navy. Do you know the name Raymond Davis? Yes, sir. Ray Davis, absolutely. Second cousin. Oh, is Medal that right? Medal of Honor recipient, yeah. right here in Georgia too. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, did he? It was, yeah. Wasn't it just recently he passed away? Wasn't it like a? It, it was. It's maybe about ten years now. Was it that long? God, I can't. It believe has it. been about ten years now. I think. Wow. And I'm mostly proud of my late father-in-law, who is a submarine in World War II in the South Pacific, and is interned in uh, Arlington. I went to his uh, service at Arlington. He was breathtaking. Wow. Outstanding. Ben, supper fine, my friend. I appreciate it. Thanks for the nice thoughts, too. Hey, oh, sweetness bell. Come on, man. I've got stuff on the thing here. Okay. All right, all right, here's an actual sweetness bell. An actual sweetness bell. <clears throat> all right. I got it. I got it. A little, little Melissa comes home from first grade, tells her daddy that they learned about the history on Valentine's Day. Since Valentine's Day is for a Christian saint and we're Jewish, she said, Daddy, will God get mad at me for giving someone a valentine? Fathers think, oh, no, no, I don't think I would get mad. Who do you want to give a valentine to? She said, Osama bin Laden. Why Osama bin Laden? This, of course, was back before we caught him. Well, she says, I thought that if a little American Jewish girl could have enough love to give Osama a valentine, he might start to think that maybe we're not all bad. Maybe start loving people a little bit more. And if other kids saw what I did and sent valentines to Osama bin Laden, he'd love everyone a lot. And then he'd start going all over the place to tell everyone how much he loved them and how he didn't hate anybody anymore. Well, her father's heart swells with pride. He looked at his daughter with with great pride and said, Melissa, that's the most wonderful thing I've ever heard. Melissa's little first grader girl says, I know, I know. And once they get him out in the open, the Marines could blow the crap out of him. Thank you. I got 142. Hey, hi-o. we're not going to sit here and listen to you badmouth <laughs> the United States, States of America. America. Gentlemen, the Kimmer now and news, Look weather, up. and traffic on your ride uh, home on News Radio 106.7. Here we go. Here we go. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> son. No, and this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, sir. Caitlin Jenner 5-Hour Energy. Five it's for women motorists who really feel run down. <laughs> I said run down <laughs> on the Pacific Coast Highway, son. <laughs> yes. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Yowie, look out, 150. Semper you jarheads. Happy birthday, 240 years. There must be life. Yeah, now you could have knocked me over with a feather this morning when I found out that Adele's song Hello is the number one song in the singles charts in both the United Kingdom and Australia. Adele, number one with Hello. But it might surprise you to find out that the number one album selling number one right now in the UK and Australia is this one from Elvis. Elvis Presley... If I Can Dream, Elvis Presley with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra makes its debut at the top of both the UK and Australia album charts. Elvis with the Royal Philharmonic. Man, that's unbelievable. Uh, by also, you know, the movie Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin? Still a funny movie. You can watch it today and still be amused by it. 
It came out in this day 25 years ago. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I got one fifty-one. Hold everything. There. Oh, wait a minute. We're going to have the news break line here in a second. Let's. Uh, and by the way, thank you to Brett for filling in the phone today. Hangman's uh, taking another day off, and uh, Brett's filling in with our great appreciation. Here's the news break line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Bernie Sanders calling. <laughs> hey, Bernie, how's it going? <laughs> Well, I'm so glad to learn that Hangman has become a Bernie Sanders supporter. A Bernie Sanders supporter? Well, Hangman works, what, two, maybe three days a week, Tops? He has to be one of my supporters. It's always I mean, going. who could blame Hangman? Yeah. I'd be jumping off that smoldering John Denver death trap that is the Kim Peterson show, too, if I was him. Smoldering death trap? <laughs> Just doing a little radio here, Jesus. I mean, I don't want to say a day's a number, Kimmer. Yeah. But tomorrow, Mr. Kruger has arranged a private screening of Star Wars for the entire Kimmer Show staff. So. <laughs> I mean, would it kill you to watch a movie before we fire you? <laughs> hey, I got a joke from you from Bernie Sanders. Oh, uh, well, as long as it's not, you know, a Catholic, a Jew, and a colored boy, we don't you know, Absolutely. Okay, you know, okay, I'm very go. inclusive. Yes. There's this Jew and this Catholic. Whoa, this whoa, colored... whoa. See, there you go. <laughs> Just Have you heard that Starbucks has a new slogan, Kimmer? A new slogan at Starbucks? No. Starbucks, we hate Christians almost as much as Kasim Reed does. <laughs> Put that in a coffee cup. You know Kasim Reed's favorite designer? His favorite designer? No, I don't, sir. Muslim Dior. Yeah. <laughs> Muslim. Christian Dior, Muslim Dior, thank you. You know why Muslims didn't observe the time change a couple of weeks ago? Why didn't they observe that, sir? Well, they were afraid if they reset their clocks, they might set off the tripwire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people can't believe that I, Bernie Sanders, yeah. I'm not going after Hillary Clinton on Benghazi, the email server, yeah. all the people she's had bumped off over the years. Yeah, not going after Don't her. they realize that I'm just a paid stooge planted in the race to make her look like less of a communist than she already is. I mean, it's like media is filled with a bunch of Forrest Whitakers who refuse to open their eyes, Kimmer. <laughs> Can't see clearly. <laughs> <laughs> who are all those people in the background? <laughs> what the hell are they talking about? No, it's all right, Bernie. <laughs> Bill Clinton... Bill Clinton is going to appear on Nancy Grace's cooking show entitled, Are You Going to Finish That? <laughs> you going to eat your fat? <laughs> you know, Nancy and Slick Willie go way back, Kimmer. They go way back, sir? As a matter of fact, Nancy Grace welcomed Bill with a chorus of, If I knew you were coming out of Bike to Cake, Bike to Cake. <laughs> you know, if she knew he was... If, yeah, if he was going to be arriving with her at the show, that. right, if he was going to show up. One more it. thing, you know, I've yes. been very busy campaigning. Yes. What's, yeah. what's this about Madonna honeymooning Meridian, Mississippi? I mean, no, wait a minute. Madonna honeymooning. she was getting married. They, no, Meridian, Mississippi. No, that, no, sir, that was where uh, the... It, you mean you're telling me 12 cars disappeared in addition to the groom? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that wasn't Madonna. No, sir, that was a cave in near the IHOP. <laughs> Swallowed up those cars. I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the you know the scientific term. Sure, <laughs> I got one more joke for you. All right, Bernie. You know why the uh, guy in Houston didn't want a free download of Star Wars? He didn't want a free download. I don't know why, sir. Well, he was holding out for the box set. The, oh. <laughs> 
Put him in the box with him, I guess, oh, now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bernie. Always <laughs> glad to help. My God, man. <laughs> Bernie Sanders right here with a cover on News Radio 1067. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's true. Houston, Texas, Daniel Fleetwood was dying of cancer, a very aggressive form. A doctors gave him just a few months to live some time ago, so there was a social media campaign that began using the hashtag Force for Daniel. He was a huge Star Wars fan. His last wish was to see Star Wars, the new movie, before it opened up in cinemas in December. He wouldn't be around to see it. So supporters got in touch with, uh, with some of the actors and the producers and the PR people, and Mark Hamill, who played Luke Skywalker, of course, uh, showed up with the film so that Daniel Fleetwood could see the Star Wars movie. Uh, they did it on November 5th. The 32-year-old lifelong fan was shown an unfinished version of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, Daniel Fleetwood's wife said that uh, Tuesday morning that he had died, writing that he had put up an amazing fight to the very end. He is now one with God and the Force. He passed in his sleep and in peace. A few hours earlier, she wrote that hearing your loved one writhing in pain, asking for God to just kill him and take him to heaven, trying four heavy-duty sedation shots, and he's still moaning and writhing in anxiety and pain. My mental anguish can't compare to the pain and anxiety Daniel must feel right now. Prayers, please. We need it bad. He got to see the movie, and then he passed away. Ah, oh, sad stories in the news today. I just found out our good friend Southside Steve yeah. uh, went in for his colonoscopy, and yeah, they was... found a couple little polyps and took them out, and now he's resting comfortably. Oh, good. Well, so, good. Polyps? Or, if you get polyps, oh, they showed pictures uh, of him and his lovely oh, wife. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so she did the operation. Oh, oh sure. there you go. All right, 157. <laughs> well, welcome back to Southside Steve. I'm sure you'll be fine. 157 uh, News Radio 1067. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Okay, okay, this is Pee Wee Herman, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. That last segment was so funny, I forgot to laugh. <laughs> Listen to The Kimmer weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer started out in this world yeah. with nothing, well, and he true. still has most of it left. Uh, now, wait a minute. The Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio 106. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Yeah, good point. Uh, 203. It's only me. It's only The Kimmer on News Radio 1067. And, and it's amazing. This group, the Stone Temple Pilots, okay. has been around for so long, and now. Chester Bennington of the Stone Temple Pilots says it's been fun, but it's time to go their separate ways. Yes, they've released a statement saying they're amicably, amicably parting. Bennington saying uh, he's devoting his time to Lincoln Park and his family, the other group, Lincoln Park, and his family. And one always seems to fall short. The only fair thing to do, he says, was to focus on Lincoln Park and the family and has to say goodbye to Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Kimmer. Temple Pilots right Kimmer. there. Went together for many years. Back. Kimmer. Uh, excuse me? Uh, that's, uh, that's doing that's a show here. The Stone Ponies. With Linda yeah, Stone Ronstadt. Temple po Pilots. What? The Stone Ponies. Yeah. No, Stone Temple Pilots uh, with Chester. You're Chester playing Bennington. Stone Ponies. Yeah. Well, 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 wait a minute. Now I, Stone Temple Pilots. No. So that's Chester Bennington's not no. with the Stone Temple Pilots? Never. He's not with the Stone Temple never Pilots? Has, never even heard of him. He's not with the Stone Temple Pilots? No, never. 
Chester Bennington. No. It's not with a stone, stone temple pony. Stone pony. Stone pony. That's not true. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I have no moral. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Thank you. Two o- I have no moral code. Thank you. 205 uh, News Radio 1067. And speaking of stuff that uh, I come out with these stupid things all the time that I just say stuff and it appears and I'm always embarrassed about it later. The Donald, a uh, little skit from Jimmy Kimmel the other night when he put together some of the noises that the Donald makes when he's giving speeches. And you know, like he'll say, uh, you need a guy with a lot of energy. <laughs> you know, and, the, and he edited together all the noises. Here are some of the noises Donald makes during his speeches in public. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Boom, ping, ping, ping. Wah. Ping. Clink. Hello. Bye, ping. Ah. 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 Wah. Whoa. Bum, bum, bum. Boo, boo, boo. Phew, phew. Bing, bing, bing. Boom, boom, boom. Bing, bing. Bang, bang, bing, bing, bing. You know what that is. And the Donald, and, and we were laughing about this today. Have you heard the song about him and Starbucks? Here's what the Donald says about Starbucks. And again, he doesn't, he's not actually calling for anything. He just says stuff, and then people react to it. And here, for example, here he's talking about the coffee cups this Christmas at Starbucks. Did you read about Starbucks? No more Merry Christmas on Starbucks. No more. I have one of the most successful Starbucks in Trump Tower. Maybe we should boycott Starbucks. I don't know. That's the end of that lease, but who cares? If I become president, we're all going to be saying Merry Christmas again. That I can tell you. There you go, the Donald. Anyway, of course, he has the best one. He has the best Starbucks. All right, 844-404-1067. University of Missouri, they're at it again. Now we have just, somebody tweeted us this, and we think it's absolutely real. It's a tweet or a message from the University of Missouri and the campus, and to ensure that the University of Missouri campus remains safe, the Missouri University Police Department is asking individuals who witness incidents not only of hateful action, if you witness an incident of hateful or hurtful speech, you're supposed to call the cops. (laughs) Missouri University Police Department says if you witness hateful or hurtful speech, you should call the police. And if you can, safely, take a picture or a photo with your cell phone. This is unbelievable. And these are the same people who are protesting because somebody said the N-word on campus, and then these cowards suddenly kowtowed to these idiot college students, including one of the, one of the students that works for the school newspaper, University of Missouri. He wanted to cover the case, the protest, what's going on, You're about to hear a woman who was a professor in the communications college trying to get this kid to stop being a reporter. Communications professor. I'm media. Can I talk to you? No, you need to get out. You need to get out. No, I don't. You need to get out. I actually don't. All right. Hey, who wants to help me get this reporter out of here? I need some muscle over here. Who wants to help me get this reporter out of here? I need some muscle over here. It's like a little taste of East Germany in Columbia, Missouri. It's just unbelievable. This is brown shirt stuff. Stasi. This is, yeah, this, we're going to tell the Stasi on you. This is unbelievable. Th- that woman should not only be fired immediately, immediately fired, but she should be arrested for trying to cause uh, someone to be uh, uh, assaulted. She called some mu- for some muscle to come over and get rid of this reporter. St- muscle, as in to beat him up, to get rid of him, to push him up. I, mean, I can't believe it. University of Missouri. Oh, God. How could you not hit her? 
I'm sorry. Can, well, you know, I mean, because you, then you'd be in trouble. But you what, can't you? You just can't believe it. I mean, I, I'm stuttering. I can't believe it. A professor in the communications department is is thwarting not only freedom of the press but calling for violence against the reporter for trying to cover the story. And she says, "You don't have a right to. You can't be here." Excuse me. And then we're going to have you beaten up and hauled off by muscle men if you don't leave. Oh, my God. Hey, here's Dan at 209 on News Radio 1067. Dan, can you believe anything what's happening to these spoiled little snotty little brats at the University of Missouri as though they have it rough? What a rough life they must have being a college student these days at the University of Missouri. Poor babies. What do you think? The world is turned upside down on this birthday for the Marines. But the world is turned upside down. The one guy who said after... The uh, president quit, and the other guys ending at the end of the year. He said, "We're not done yet, yeah, because we found a system of white privilege." Yeah. that guy yeah. has been there in going to classes like Belushi for seven years. <laughs> wow. so, he's, got, he's got some privilege going on there. Who can go for seven years? Yeah. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I ain't leaving. Absolutely, so you got some privilege going on there, but it's 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 all crazy. And the one. Uh, protesting at Yale. Yeah. Yale is... The parents, I don't know if they're... I don't know. Everybody's crazy. 50000 a year? <laughs> yeah. 20000 a year out yeah. of Missouri? Yeah. And your kids are saying, I don't want to. I don't want to, so I don't have to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Dan, the real world hit you. it's upside down, man. I'm very glad you called. 210 News Radio 1067. It's upside down. And, 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 and this is typical liberal bias, once again, at Dartmouth College. Dartmouth College, Donald Trump was wanted to do a campaign speech, and he wanted a, a place that ho- held a lot of people. The biggest auditorium is the Spalding Auditorium, the school's largest, inside the Hopkins Center for the Arts. The college said to the Donald, you cannot give a speech there because candidates don't get Spalding, the university. They just don't get it uh, because it's not appropriate. Although they said there are some exceptions to the rule, but it's not made for presidential candidate visits. So the Donald could not use a big auditorium because it wasn't appropriate for a presidential candidate. Until Hillary wanted to go, and they're letting Hillary give a speech at the big auditorium. And they wouldn't let the Donald do it. What's the matter? Nothing. Everything all right? Yeah. I can't believe it. Candidates never get the Spalding Pavilion. No, they just don't do it unless it's Hillary. So Dartmouth is letting Hillary get the big one. How long did they, that kid say he was going there? Seven years. Seven years of college down the drain. <laughs> I thought he was in pre-med. What's the difference? <laughs> Unbelievable. 211 on News Radio 1067. Well, we know that Vivica Fox, who, by the way, is something of a hottie, and she, she was in uh, Kill Bill. She was one of the assassins in Kill Bill. She was one of the hotties. Was she Black Mamba? No, she was. Uh, yes, she was. The Black Mamba? No, I think that was the blonde. Was the, uh, Well, maybe not. It doesn't matter. Uh, Vivica Fox was in uh, Kill Bill and a bunch of other things. She's now on Empire, the very popular show lately. Uh, she was being interviewed on Bravo, a Bravo show Sunday night, and she insinuated that 50 Cent is gay. The host brought up that 50 Cent apparently said the show's ratings are dropping because of gay stuff. And Vivica Fox, who's 51, said, by the way, first of all, the pot calling the kettle black is all I'm saying. Whoa. And then 50 Cent got really ticked off. And she says, well, he's not gay. We've had a great time. They used to date. Uh, But she says he seems like he's got something that's not quite clear, a kind of a vibe, you know. And uh, 50 Cent didn't talk about didn't let this pass lightly. He unleashed a vicious rant against Vivica Fox on Instagram and Twitter, calling her a cougar and basically calling her a tramp who does various things to various guys. 
And uh, Vivica apologized for bringing Soulja Boy into the war of words when she mentioned that he was uh, alongside the rapper Soulja Boy. It made her go, hmm. And she apologized to the Soulja Boy for getting him involved with 50 Cent, who's calling her a tramp and a cougar. And he looks the spinning image of Harold Reynolds, the baseball guy. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about yeah. that. Yeah, there you go. I love it. All right, 12, oh, my God, 12, 13. Time for the 12, 12, uh, 2, 12 traffic. Uh, I have... don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home oh, on that. News Radio 1067. There we go. Hello out there. Bullwinkle here. <laughs> Hi, Bullwinkle. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by <laughs> yes. the speaker phone. Speaker phone. What does Jared from Subway use when watching a movie? Yeah. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. All right, then. Hey, Brent, 844-404-1067. Whoever wants Georgia Tech basketball tickets against Cornell for this Friday night, Friday the 13th, this Friday night, four-pack of tickets, you call. Brent will give them to you, 844-404-1067. And now, sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn. Holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Shocking news late last night as the news broke. A former Braves phenom, Tommy Hansen, dying at Piedmont Hospital at age just 29. Hansen pitched four seasons here in Atlanta before being traded to the Angels in 2013. Some of his former teammates were at the hospital. Tommy had been in a coma after having trouble breathing early Sunday morning when he was taken to a nearby hospital, then later moved to Piedmont. He suffered catastrophic organ failure just a week after becoming a free agent. Hansen was 49-35 and 35 with a 3.80 ERA in his career. We don't really know what Not caused yet. it, what disease it was, or what, what organs just stopped working. Several former teammates have tweeted their condolences, including Andrelton Simmons, Julio Tehran, Chipper Jones, and Chris Medlin of the Royals says it's the worst day of his life. He was particularly wow. close with him. That's a shame. On this date, 1950, Philly's first baseman Eddie Waitkiss was named the Comeback Player of the Year. What was he coming back from? Yeah. 17 months earlier, he had been shot in the chest with a rifle by an obsessed fan. Oh, some fan. Yeah, shades of Roy Hobbs and the natural there. Mercy. Your Atlanta Hawks fell behind by 30 points last night Uh to the Timberwolves at Phillips. And they staged a dramatic comeback, but fell a little short. 30 points a long way to go. Yeah, that's true. Here's another reason to add the growing list of why you shouldn't visit St. Louis. All right. As Jeff Van Well, it's in Missouri, for one thing. Well, as Jeff Van Note calls it, Leningrad on the Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) Running back. I miss Jeff Van Note. What a a great great guy. guy. He's just a. He's still with us. Yeah, I know, but I I miss working with him. You know, he's from the Roswell Van Note. Roswell Van Note fan. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Running back Reggie Bush is suing St. Louis, which owns the Edward Jones Dome, which is the worst dome since the Pontiac Silver. Yeah. Uh, where the Rams play because Reggie slipped earlier this month on concrete surrounding the playing field, tearing his meniscus, likely ending his career. Another player had been injured the same way just the week before. Yeah. Reggie, not happy. You owe me <laughs> You can see it all the time. These play- the players, the receivers, when they catch a oh. ball and they're running, they- you can see them slipping and falling on concrete. I tell you, that, that place there in St. Louis, that's, that's the way. It looked like the bat cave. It was so dark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rockies part-time shortstop Jose Reyes is known for his hitting, but this is the wrong kind. Reyes arrested for domestic violence after allegedly attacking his wife in Hawaii Mm. on vacation. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that activity wasn't included with the package with these Swedish massages and luau's. Broncos cornerback Akib Tlaib suspended one game by the NFL for poking Colts tight end Dwayne Allen in the eye. I, did you see that? I saw that. He put his fingers right through uh, the eye mask. Our Kimmer secret microphone caught the exchange. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't see. I can't see. What's the matter? I got my eyes closed. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey. 
no matter how you feel about what just happened up in Missouri, this is another example of just how fragile and wussified this generation has become. These precious little snowflakes who stomp their feet and scream whenever they don't get their way. They can't even handle a decent hunger strike. After one week, one week, <laughs> the Mizzou grad student and his hunger strike was so debilitated yeah. that the football players were literally crying, gnashing their teeth, pulling their hair, rending their clothes about his state of health. He's going to die. They whined so much about it to coach Gary Pinky Pinkle that he bent over like Richard Simmons in front of a firing squad. One lousy week of this guy without food sent them into paroxysms of weeping. <laughs> Let, let's put this in perspective yeah. here. In 1924 and 1933, Mahatma Gandhi endured hunger strikes of three weeks yeah. and lived. Yeah. In 1920, Irish freedom fighter Terence McSwiney died from his hunger strike, which is appropriate since it had lasted ten weeks. Oh, boy. And another uh, Irishman, 1981, Bobby Sands, you might have yeah, heard of that guy. Right, I do. Hunger strike lasted nine weeks. Yeah. Cabbage-picking advocate Cesar Chavez lived without food for three weeks, and even actress and wire hanger model Mia Farrow, Mia Farrow, yeah. lasted almost two weeks. Got it out. Yet this little mushy millennial, this avoider of avocados, this rejecter of relish, this dodger of dodger dogs, <laughs> this bypasser of bite-sized Snickers, this obviator of oblong eggplants, this denier of dipping sauce, this rebuffer of refried beans, can only go one week before crying, Uncle, somebody bring me a sandwich. Millennials. Bringing the country's testosterone and IQ levels down since 1982. I love it. Well done, P224. Newsmaker line, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is uh, yeah, yeah. Ben, Dr. Ben Carson calling. Golly, Come doctor. On. It's an honor. Welcome, sir. How you doing? How about that hangman? Isn't he wild? <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's off today, sir. Brett's this answering the phone. takes off more time than Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> doctor. You're really friend. regular knee slapper today there, Doc. Well, Kim, or I, yes, Dr. Ben Carson, want to get off the personal issues. The media yeah. seems to be obsessed yeah. with. You know I get off at three. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk today about what I believe. Sir, all right. I believe for every drop of rain that falls. Flower. Flowers will bloom. They'd be blooming flowers. No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I believe, as the Bible teaches, yes. it is far better to give. Than to receive. Than to receive. And as Steve Martin <sighs> taught me, I believe yes. that sex is one of the most beautiful, natural, and wholesome things. That money can buy. That... <laughs> Move along a little bit. Can I try a joke on the Kimmer show? Sure, thank you, please, as long as it's not the Jew, the Catholic, and the color boy. I mean, all right, go ahead. seems that this Jew and this Catholic... Oh, what did I just color. tell you? Oh, no, don't, sir. Do you know why Carly Fiorina sent a gift to her doctor? Sent a gift to her doctor? I don't know. Carly was confused. She thought tomorrow was Veterinarian's Day. <laughs> That was better. I sped it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hear the ending. You know, the other day I yeah. said to Carly, yeah. why don't you look nice? <laughs> she said, thank you, Ben. I said, no, it's not a statement. It's a <laughs> I said, why don't you look? Maybe I should have done it like Jerry Seinfeld, put the emphasis on the fur. Why don't you? Why? <laughs> 
Well, you're rolling off the old tongue today, Doc. dollars on plastic surgery. I mean, a million dollars on plastic yeah, surgery. Yeah, he should have added a tail, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that new Star Wars movie must be pretty good, Cameron. Well, what do you mean, Doctor? Well, I hear people are dying to see it. <laughs> like the guy who died in Houston after he did. Yowie. All right, we got more news break lines. We got your calls. It's only the camera. Marine Corps birthday. Hoorah! 227 on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond <laughs> Burr. Now here's your host who wants to know. Yes, sir. Is it wrong for Jared to ask to be supersized even when he's nowhere near a subway? No, I don't think so. I don't think Here so. he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. It's only me. Happy birthday, Jarheads. Marine Corps birthday, 240 years today. Tun Tavern started in a bar in Philadelphia. 235, it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Am I wrong? Vins Deary of Nico and Vins is 25 today. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Albert Hall, an actor from the old Ally McBeal show and Beloved, is 78 today. And uh, a true story out of Los Angeles when the Marines were backing up the LAPD on a call that there was a thief inside a store had broken in and was inside the store. So the Marines helped the cops, got to the scene. The cops told the Marines... Cover me as I approach the store. Okay, this was his first mistake. To the police department, to tell someone to cover you means they're going to aim their guns in the area where the bad guys might be in case they need to shoot somebody. Okay. In the Marine Corps, if you say give me cover, they start shooting. So so the Marines just started blasting the store. (laughs) They fired 178 bullets. Until the cop said, no, I mean, just in case. Wait, hold, hold. <laughs> it got so bad that the thief inside the store called 911, uh, called the cops and said, hey, they're shooting at me. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm not making that up. 236, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. How about a newsmaker line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Timmy, you <laughs> damn traitor, putting Ben Carson on the show. This is Donald Trump. Sorry, the Donald, I, I was a mistake. Why would you I, have Ben Carson on, for God's sake? Well, he's a candidate, sir. I you mean, know. this guy makes Karen Ann Quinlan look energetic. Oh, <laughs> comatose, anyone? Ben Carson makes Kirk Mellish seem high energy. <laughs> My exclusive forecast. <laughs> Could be slammed and pounded this afternoon, and severe thunderstorms are also on the way. <laughs> My Kirk yes, sir. I'm encouraging everyone out there to boycott Starbucks, Kim. I heard that, yeah, boycott. Yeah, not because of the fact they hate Christmas. No. It's just that Bobby Jindal's Dunkin' Donuts could use the business. You know? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no sugar and cream we put in on ourselves. We'll keep it back here for you. I'll re-edit. <laughs> I got the big debate tonight. Yeah, yeah, big one. I want to be able to look my opponent square in the eye for a change without that fat-ass Chris Christie blocking their view. <laughs> yeah, he's out of that. He's in the loser's bracket, bracket with light in the low for Lindsey Graham where he belongs. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. I'm going to ask some tough, hard-hitting questions tonight, Cameron. Yes, sir. Really? I'm like, like, Jeb Bush, what the hell are you still doing in the race? The way your campaign is nosedived, you'd think that John Denver was piloting it or something. Oh, man. That'd be a hit question. (laughs) 
Jeb said if he could go back in time, he'd kill the baby Hitler. Yeah, baby Hitler, he'd kill you. Why didn't he just have his mother do it? Barbara was, what, 52 at the time? <laughs> Barbara Bush is so old. How old is she, sir? On her birthday, Abe Lincoln had no school. <laughs> If I could go back in time, I don't know about you. I don't think yeah. I could do with anything as drastic yeah. as kill a baby. No, well. I... But I might have, might have talk, tried to talk Brett, the truck driver's parents, into adopting. <laughs> <laughs> I might have handed Hannity's father a pack of Trojans. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I might have convinced Bill Clinton's father to go to a different brothel. I don't know if I could kill a baby, though, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> Great, great, huge story out of Houston, Texas. Yes, sir. They brought in this Star Wars movie for this dying patient. He yeah. lifted his spirit so much, he walked out a new man, and he's going to be yeah. fine, Cameron. No, I don't think that's what happened, sir. Uh, oh. no, he, he died. <laughs> you saw the movie, and then he died, so it's kind of... Oh. It's not really sorry. that much of a celebration, after all. <laughs> kind of a bad ending, I don't know. <laughs> he's dead. This man's dead. <laughs> great. To be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good ending. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, the Donald. We'll oh, it's the wooden box office. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, the Donald. <laughs> Look out. Uh, 239. More news, Mega Lines coming up in a second. Sponsored by the Siding Deck. There. And now some undercover video is seeing the light of day. On the issue of China's gay shock therapy, Chinese hospitals are wiring up men they believe may be homosexuals, and they wire up to their testosterones and various places in their brain as well, and then ask them questions, and if they have uh, unclean thoughts, they get a little shock to find out, to find out what <laughs> to see if maybe they are actually gay or not, and if they're gay, the shock is supposed to uh, knock the gayness out of them. Uh, the clinician <laughs> says to one guy, "I want to make you feel. I want to make you feel scared." As she sends a charge through his body. Uh, when these urges arise, take a cold shower or go jogging to release the excess hormones. And, and they have a list of questions that they ask the guys to find out whether they're gay. For example, are you a Mets fan? Do you like Coldplay? Do you support the University of Missouri? Have you ever been arrested at the Eagle on Ponce? Do you wear socks with sandals? Were you in the Navy? Do you hate the newsmaker line? Do you watch Sex in the City? Do you call Bruce Jenner Caitlin? Do you have a list of favorite quotes by Richard Simmons? Have you ever tried to get into another cowboy's sleeping bag? Well, that right there. Uh, do you have a picture of Sean Hannity in your wallet? Again, these are, uh, have you ever used the phrase, just the top, just the top? I don't know if I say Just asking here on News Radio 1067. Uh, by the way, there's a job opening. <laughs> in Wrexham, England, a supermarket has a specific listing for a seasonal job opening, Christmas Light Untangler. Uh, the company is called Tesco, and they want a worker at Tesco to untangle customers' Christmas lights that have been up in storage for a year or even longer. And you know how Christmas light yeah. strings get all yeah. totally terribly mixed up. Uh, a very serious job listing offers a competitive salary 36 hours a week, looking for an enthusiastic individual to help customers prepare for the festive season. The candidate listing says you should be passionate about Christmas and be able to untangle 10 feet of Christmas lights in under three minutes. 
while checking for broken bulbs. Ten feet in three minutes? I don't think so. I mean, oh, man. I 242. Hey, Andy. Well, hey, Gomer. <laughs> hey, Gomer. Hey, Gomer. Hey, Gomer. He said Gomer was in the Marines. Yeah, it's kind of Semper Pride there. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, stand by. Here we go. This is Marlon Brando, <laughs> and this portion of the Kimmer Show yes, is yes. brought to you by Shed Spread. Oh, it's sure. not real butter, no. but it'll do in a pinch. <laughs> and now here's your host, for the time being, uh, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. 2.50 is our time on News Radio 106.7. Happy birthday, Jarheads. Hoorah, Semper Fi, and God bless America. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Newsbreaker line's coming right up. By the way, I saw my jetpack. Did you see the video of the jetpack? I saw it this morning on the Drippy Lipper Girls on Fox. There was a guy from a company called Jetpack Aviation, and they showed him with a jetpack. I mean, the kind of regular, not a big, huge thing, but an actual jetpack, and he was buzzing the Statue of Liberty. He was flying around the Statue of Liberty like 20 feet off the water, like a jetpack, the, the kind we all think in our heads that we should get, where you just go zooming around. And they say the damn thing can go 100 miles an hour to 10,000 feet. Holy smoke. Didn't, it didn't say how long it lasts, how much fuel it is, or how much it costs. I don't know. But the company's called Jetpack Aviation. Maybe it's almost here. Finally, they owed me a jetpack from when I was a little boy, by the way. <laughs> all right, 251. Newsmaker line, good afternoon. Good afternoon, oh, Mr. Kimmer. Okay. This is a Papa Francis call. Of your fantasticality. Welcome, sir. We are honored, sir. Hail Mary, full of grace. Yes, yes. Starbucks is a real disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I want to urge all my fellow Catholics to join the Donald Trump in the boycott of Starbucks. Right, because no Christmas ignore, cups. That's right. They're ignoring our Lord and Savior. Yes. The way the management has ignored the Kimmer for over <laughs> two years now. <laughs> It won't affect the Pope because I don't even drink coffee. You don't drink coffee? Well, you're no, and I also don't drink that burnt black and swill they serve at Starbucks either. <laughs> That'll be $7, Padre. Right. The Pope would also advise steering away for Chipotle for Chipotle. a while. Chipotle, yeah, really? Yeah, with the phrase, burrito bowl takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> Bowl. <laughs> You'd be on the bowl, all right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, who doesn't love a good E. coli enchilada or a Trichinotis tostada every once in a while, you know? That's an updated menu. Their gangrene chili is pretty good out there in Portland. Is, like this sign in the restroom says. Yes. Flush it twice. It's a long way to the kitchen. <laughs> Employees should wash hands after touching the food. That's right. It's the subsidiary of the landmark diner. Yes, sir. You know the difference, mm-hmm. Mr. Kimmers, yes. between Star Wars and the Pope's favorite movie, Caddyshack. Star Wars and the Pope's favorite movie, I don't know the difference, sir, Caddyshack. Well, Caddyshack, you wanted to see again and again. Star Wars, <laughs> you're lucky if you get to see it once. Oh, that guy in Houston saw it once and died. I, uh... <laughs> Now it's time for a visitor from somewhere east of the Vatican, yes, Popanac the Magnificante. Popanac the Magnificante, sir. The answer is $3 bill. $3 bill. What does Vivica Fox say should be 50-cent new name? 
as <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny as a three dollar bill. I said <laughs> she had some some homo uh, <laughs> comments on Mr. Fitty. Imaginary, yes. He was in arrears, you know, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, yes, sir. <laughs> the answer is baby Hitler and adult Karl Rove. Baby Hitler and an adult Karl Rove. Name two things Jeb Bush would kill. <laughs> include a private screening of Star Wars. <laughs> Kill me now! <laughs> the answer is a one-way trip. A one-way trip. Describe catching a ride with Laura Bush. Oh, man! You run over one classmate. <laughs> just never let it go. Pope Neck! The Magnificante. All right, look out. 2.54. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. All right, let's do a bit another news regular line. Good afternoon. Here we go. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Bernie Sanders calling. <laughs> hey, Bernie. How's it going? <laughs> well, I'm so glad to learn that Hangman has become a Bernie Sanders supporter. A Bernie Sanders supporter? Well, Hangman works, what, two, maybe three days a week, Tops? He has to be one of my supporters. It's always I mean, going. who blame Hangman? Yeah. I'd be jumping off that smoldering John Denver death trap that is the Kim Peterson show, too, if I was him. <laughs> smoldering death trap? <laughs> Just doing a little radio here, jeez. I mean, I don't want to say a day's a numbered Kimmer. Yeah. But tomorrow, Mr. Kruger has arranged a private screening of Star Wars for the entire Kimmer Show staff. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would it kill you to watch a movie before we fire you? <laughs> hey, I got a joke from you from Bernie Sanders. Oh, uh, well, as long as it's not, you know, a Catholic, a Jew, and a colored boy, we don't have Absolutely. Okay, you know, okay, I'm very inclusive. Yes. There's this Jew and this Catholic. Whoa, and this whoa, colored... whoa. See, there you go. <laughs> Just Have you heard that Starbucks has a new slogan, Kimmer? A new slogan at Starbucks? No. Starbucks, we hate Christians almost as much as Kasim Reed does. <laughs> Put that in a coffee cup. You know Kasim Reed's favorite designer? His favorite designer? No, I don't, sir. Muslim Dior. <laughs> Muslim. Christian Dior and Muslim Dior, thank you. You know why Muslims didn't observe the time change a couple of weeks ago? Why didn't they observe that, sir? Well, they were afraid if they reset their clocks, they might set off the tripwire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people can't believe that I, Bernie Sanders, yeah. I'm not going after Hillary Clinton on Benghazi, the email server, yeah. all the people she's had bumped off over the years. Yeah, not going after Don't they realize that I'm just a paid stooge? planted in the race to make her look like less of a communist than she already is. I mean, it's like media is filled with a bunch of Forrest Whitakers who refuse to open their eyes, Kimmer. <laughs> I'll look out. All right, tomorrow we do it all over again for Hump Day. In the meantime, it's Cheryl and the respectability people. All right, you jarheads. Oorah, Semper Fi, and happy birthday. Burp, look out. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.